Right, I think we're ready. Yep. How long does this go for? 15 seconds, you said. Go. Let's give it a go. Well, welcome listeners to the first ever recording of Straight to the Source with your host, Source Wagner, that's me. Um, real special guest with us today. Well, I'm with him today, really, because I'm down at his house all the way down south. But uh, Sean King, thanks so much for welcoming me into your house, mate, to record the first ever episode. No worries, mate. Looking forward to it. Mate, just would like to say like, thank you first, really, because you've been one of the people that's been driving me to do this and encouraging me to do this. So I'm really, really excited to have you on as the first guest. Um, means a lot to me that you've supported me and encouraged me to do this, so just makes sense that I'd come down all this way, drive a whole hour out of my Sunday to come down here and, here he goes. and have a bit of a yarn <laughs> with you, mate, just about, just about life, your story. There's always something attached to a compliment, isn't there? Yeah, correct. A bit of a backhanded one. But, mate, yeah. I've got to really – I've got it. So, we're obviously going to get pretty deep today, yep. not really deep, which I hope you're okay with, but I've got a really – I like it deep. <sighs> That's fucking crazy. I've got a really important question first up. This is probably the toughest one of the podcast. Okay. Look me in the eyes, Ben. Yeah, All right. Fire away. Serious. I can't look people in the eyes, bro. Do you? Do you? <laughs> do you keep your tomato sauce in the fridge or in the cupboard? In the cupboard. Fuck, really? Yeah. Fuck, me too, man. Yeah. Me too. Why the cupboard? Well, you're putting it on hot food. You don't want. Fuck off, bro. You don't want to make your food cold, do you? That's the exact reason I do. But it But then well. that's weird because I do love um, mixing hot and cold foods. Yeah, but like... But like, that's like salad and meat or something like that. That's good, yeah, but... Yeah, I love yeah. meat myself. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, that's the exact reason I do as well, because people yeah. like, you got to keep it in the fridge, it's like a condiment, it goes off, it's like, well, yeah. fucking doesn't go off. It doesn't go off, because it's just full of shit anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Who's having a hot sausage roll and yeah. putting cold, right, freezing and it's not going to last long enough for it to go off, is it? Because you exactly can have right. sauce on everything. That's exactly right. But yeah. I keep like my mayonnaise and shit like that, that stays in the fridge. Oh, yeah. Like, You're not a psychopath. Although I did used to keep my butter on the, like, just on the kitchen bench, me and well, my brother. We had an American live with us when I was younger and he, yeah, he tripped out when we had butter in the fridge because they would just leave the, they would buy the proper butter, put it on a plate and just leave it in the cupboard. What the fuck? Like the, like a stick of butter? Stick of butter, yeah. Fuck off. Because they use proper butter. What do we use? Is it not proper We use butter? margarine, eh? Like, what? you know, the butter that you buy in the... In the tub? Yeah, that's like margarine. Are you saying you use margarine yeah, personally yeah. or like Australians use it? Cause I use Most butter. people use like margarine, I think. I use... I thought it was butter. Maybe I'm fucking weird. I don't know. I just call it butter though. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I always, anyway. <laughs> I always used to keep it out, yeah. me and my brother, because we were like, fuck, when we get up in the morning, <coughs> you put cold butter on your toast, it rips the bread up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But like now, they're obviously the advancements of technology within the butter making industry... Like, it's now super spreadable straight out of the fridge. So soft, soft. It's fucking, it's unbelievable. So, yeah. But yeah, look, mate, again, thank you for giving up some time on your Sunday. What do you usually get up to on your Sundays? Like, have I just completely fucked up your day? No, no, Sundays are pretty cruisy. Usually got a good mate who lives in Adelaide and he's there. We've been best mates since I was a kid and he lives sort of about an hour away. So we usually try and catch up at a gym halfway between and just yeah, right. um, lift some weights and Chat shit mainly. Fuck, you do lift some weights too, <laughs> hey. I know we're not filming this podcast right now, but if you were, there would not be enough room in the screen for this bloke. He's oh, that fucking big. Out. It's insane. Um, but how's your week been anyway, mate? What have you been up to? Um, week's been all right. Oh, actually, it's been shit because 
Uh, been sick all week, probably still here, had a sinus infection, so I was in bed a few days and, you know, you sort of feel like you're coming good and then you try to go back, get back to what you were doing, back to work and whatever, and then you realise you're still sick. So, yeah, but nah, good week, always good week, mate. Was it, um, you had, like you obviously said you were sick, but you had, would have had to sort of put on a bit of a face because you had a clinic on this week, hey, like you sort of set up a footy clinic with your partner, is that right? Yeah, yeah, so uh, I'm a personal trainer and yeah, um, obviously love my footy, so yeah, just put a little bit of a um, footy clinic on at our local footy club and just, yeah, me and my partner Tiff, we just, yeah, ran three hours each day um, over two days for just some basic skills, fundamentals for kids aged 10 to 13, so um, yeah, just trying to help out in the community where possible, hoping to maybe get into primary schools and stuff oh, like yeah. that, yep. so similar to what we do at Cedar. Yeah, so. yeah. 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 No, nah, that's awesome work, mate. Like, yeah. I know you, you sort of mentioned during the week you didn't get too many out there, but like, I think you had like 10 or so kids out there. But yeah. like, those 10 kids have gone away from that thinking, like, fuck, how good is this? Like, got these two unreal, like, athletes in the community and they like, run this clinic for us. Like, they would feel pretty special, mate. So, good work on you for that. Oh, cheers, mate. It's you mentioned fun. Cedar College just then. So, that's sort of leading into how we actually sort of met. So, yeah. Um, had the privilege of sort of coming across you, would have been over 12, well, just 12 months ago, I reckon. Um, exactly, 12 little, months, I reckon. Yeah, a little job interview at, for our, well, at Cedar College, where we work. Yeah. Um, I know it was weird, man, because like, it was like a group interview, it was like a real interesting process. So I walked into this uh, this room. You know, it's weird like how you're sort of instantly drawn to another person. Gravitate, yeah. You gra- yeah, gravitate. So I like walked into this room and I was looking around the room like, fuck, who am I going to sit with? Because I hate meeting new people. I get real bad anxiety about it. Yeah. But like, and I was just looking and scanning, fuck, who can I sit with? And I was like, oh, this bloke, something about him, I'll go sit with him. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I felt like just from that day, like from that first conversation, like, fuck it, I don't mind this bloke. He's pretty fucking good. Well, it was probably because we were there for a sport mentor role and we were the only ones not dressed in fucking business attire. <laughs> yeah. We were both dressed in casual clothes. Um, So yeah, maybe that's why. But yeah, no, as soon as... Zave walked in the door. Yeah, I sort of knew, like we'd get along. Um, looked like the sort of people I hang around with. So, yeah, yeah. whereas, yeah, I'm not trying. I don't tend to judge books by their cover, but like, um, yeah, didn't really see anyone else in the room that I thought I'd well, maybe see myself. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. With, that so. You're not judging people by the way they look, but you can just instantly tell. Oh fuck, I'd get along with that person. Yeah, yeah. Like that, you know, it's just something about it. So yeah, we gravitated toward each other. But like. Yeah. What fucking made you do that job interview? Like, for you, like, why were you going uh, down that process for that role? Um, oh yeah, well, obviously, um, you you yourself, you've probably worked in sport for a lot of your life, but um, I've mainly just been like typical, I guess you'd quote unquote Aussie bloke. Like, just worked on the tools, tried a bunch of different um, jobs. Like, I got my personal training gig when I was like, I got my certificate in twenty nineteen, and yeah wasn't in a good space then so didn't end up using it so yeah got sort of back into things on the tools and yeah was doing manual labor was actually doing um polished concrete with one of my good mates and then yeah did my acl last year um and i was like fuck so and after surgery the surgeon pretty much told me like because i had surgery on both knees he said you won't be able to work on hands and knees again and i said fuck with a smile on my face because I was so keen so um, you, have you been able to work on your hands and knees since oh, oh, mate, <laughs> relax should have seen how Zave was looking at me then that was yeah no so I just thought fuck like so obviously you panic a little bit but you know 
um, we've talked a bit about mindfulness and stuff like that. And it was just, I always say that I did my ACL at the perfect time because I was about, like a, it's weird that I remember, but I was about 200 days into writing in journal every day in a row. Like I would write down day one, day two, so on. So just for a bit of a thing. Um, and yeah, like I'd done my ACL. So I was just writing in that thing every day, writing how I was feeling and stuff like that. So um, yeah, what, sorry, went a long way around it. But yeah, anyway, I just tried to make a positive out of a negative and just looked on Seek and just looked up, um, I think I was looking for SSO roles, like just helping out in a school because it's really all that I could do, you know, probably for the first 12, 14 weeks after yeah, surgery right. yep. compared to what I'd usually done. Yeah, usually yeah, yep. trades and stuff. And honestly, it pushed me in the right direction because I didn't want to do that stuff anymore. So yep. yeah, and then just come across the CEDA job. Honestly, like the first day that I was looking on seat, applied and yeah, got the um, email for an interview and yeah, just went from there and yeah, it sounds silly because it's such a small role like like in the long term, but it's probably like one of the best decisions I've made since I've been an adult, I reckon. So Yeah. yeah. It's funny how you mentioned like, oh, fuck, you did your ACL and like you couldn't do like a hard manual labour job, so you're looking for that and it's like, like it's obviously a massive thing in your life to happen, like a significant injury. Um, but then you look back and you go, fuck, like the chain, like the ripple effect from that. It's like, okay, had to look for another job, Cedar made a really positive impact on a lot of people. I was lucky enough to meet you because of it as well. Um, and like 12 months later, here we are, still really good mates. Yeah. Um, sitting down, recording a conversation together. Like, yeah. Bit of a ripple effect from a real negative situation, but the way you've attacked it and changed it into a massive pov- positive and the things you've done from that, it's fucking pretty impressive, man. Yeah, no, it's good, yeah. Um, So yeah, like obviously you're still in that role at the moment. You mentioned obviously... Fuck, you do a lot of stuff, PT, obviously the clinic thing during the week, but like you're still yep. enjoying what you're doing at the moment or you like looking yeah. at other things or, like to like build on what you're doing? Yeah, so like I'm lucky my partner's a psychologist, so um, I've had a lot of help along the way, but I went through some, yeah, pretty dark times. We'll probably touch on it later. But um, just like, yeah, I think one of my biggest like stuck points, people call them, in the past was... I'd always end up doing like a job for maybe, and there'll be a lot of people who relate to this and probably don't realise until they hear it. But, um, you know, I'd go a year in a row and I'd rock up every day, you know, no sick days, like whatever. And then I'd just hit this point and I just wouldn't want to go anymore. I'd hate the job. I'd think it was the job, like whatever. And now, like, what I've found, so I started Manzave both full-time at Cedar at the school. Um, and now I've picked up the personal training over the past three or four months. So I just do two days a week at the school, PT. Then I also do a bit of um, disability support work on two of the days. So now I'm diversifying like what I'm doing during the week. And it's like, I was already happy when I had the job at Cedar because I was comfortable, it was good, I liked it. But this is the happiest hands down I've been in my life. And that's because I've found what works for me. Some people might look at what I do and go, fuck that. Like I would hate to, yeah. you know, not know what I'm doing tomorrow yeah. and where yeah. the next bit of money is coming from. But I love it because I'm doing all different things and it's like food. Like you don't want to eat the same food every day because you get sick of it and it'll make you unwell. So like it's the same with a job. You don't want to do the same thing every single day or else you'll just mentally you'll be unhappy. I don't care what anyone says. Like I think that's pretty true for most people. Um, And if, yeah, if they don't agree with it, like good on them. Like they're probably millionaires, but, (laughs) um, or, or two, like they're probably lying to themselves, I reckon. So yeah, yeah. it's a new, like we are the new age of like 
workers, I suppose, like like job hoppers and stuff like that. Like people trying to get it, like a raise. They don't just work for ten years in one business. They like yeah. just change jobs, get a ten k raise straight exactly. away. Exactly. It's just new generation of workers. Whereas like probably our parents and then before them had a career and that yep. was it for the rest of your life. You didn't yep. fucking change. Well, what was that? We had that PD at um, we had the professional development at Cedar. Um, yeah. Yep. It's one of the. I don't think we enjoyed that one very much, but <laughs> some of them really good. But this one, I did take one good thing away from it, building on what you were just saying, was I think our parents' generation, so like our parents around the same age, like in their 50s, um, they would tend to work like it was average, like nine jobs over their whole life. Like that's from when yep. they're like 14 or 15 years yep. old. Um, and then they were saying, us before we're 30, we would have already had nine jobs yeah. and we'll work 30 before the day we die yep. or something like that. And I'm like looking like I've definitely already worked nine jobs, like you know, <laughs> yeah. and I can see myself working another twenty at least. So, and whether that's part time, full time, whatever, like, but that's just the way it's going, I reckon. And um, a lot of it's probably to do with the internet and you know, yeah, that people, sort of stuff too. yeah, people just like attention. No, I wouldn't say attention spans because like having a job, you got to have a certain attention span. But like, yeah, just wanting to change, like, fuck, I want to do this now. We do have heaps of opportunity to do multiple different things yeah. now, like. You don't just have to get, oh, I'm a, I'm a builder. Okay, I'm going to do that until I can't fucking do it anymore until I'm 80 or whatever. Yeah. It's like now, it's like, like for me, I've worked in sport, but I've had multiple different jobs in yeah. different sports businesses and stuff like that. Um, But I'm 30 now and I'm like, fuck, I'd rather do this. I want to do this now. Oh, I want to do this. I've just got so many different ideas yeah. and stuff like that. Um, And there is opportunity to just change and do it, which is pretty fucking, pretty exciting for this new modern generation. Mm. Um. And like you said, access to the internet and also technologies. Like we're sitting here recording a podcast like fucking 40, 50 years ago. You wouldn't be like, there's no way our parents would be able to access something like this. And they probably yeah. had hopes and dreams and doing stuff like this. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting that, you know, we're able to sort of like change and just do whatever we want to seek fulfillment and continuous fulfillment, which is pretty cool. So um, speaking of like parents, like I don't actually know much about your upbringing, like your, like where you grew up and stuff like that. I, I remember you like sprinklings of you saying like, like a bit of Roxby Downs, like WA yeah. as well. Is, is yeah, I correct yeah. in hearing that? <coughs> but like, yeah, tell so, us a bit about, yeah, like, you, yeah. You, you, you know, your childhood growing up, stuff yeah. like that. Um, I was like, so I call it unlucky or lucky, but I feel like I was really lucky and I think it's why I'm the way I am now. Um, like, I was born in Mount Gambier, so like right down south, right, um, yep. south Australia. So good spot because you're sort of four and a half hours from, Adelaide and from Melbourne, yeah. so we'd go oh, to, yeah, true, we'd go yeah. to the footy a lot, um, stuff like that. But yeah, and all my family's from down there, and yeah, like um, all my aunties and uncles and grandparents still down there. So yeah, but then when we were, oh, I think I was nine years old. Um, dad just like like we're talking about now. Dad just needed to change. Um, he's been a boiler maker like his whole life, and he was then a supervisor and like the. Um, timber mill industry down there or something like was yeah yeah business was dropping off so he's he's looked at fifo and yeah he ended up doing fifo to um roxby downs for okay yeah for um nine months and what that would have been early 40s then um mum and dad and that yeah it was just like wasn't working it was too hard so they just said like we're gonna have to move so all my sisters had um yeah, quite a lot older than me. Like the closest one in age is like nine years apart. So oh, yeah. Yeah, that was okay. a bit of a mistake. Um, but a good one. Dad was stoked. Three girls, one boy. <laughs> um, so yeah. So um, yes, one sister was already, no, two sisters were already in Adelaide. 
or one might have been in the mount. And then um, one, she'd actually just done her knee. So she came with us to Roxby as well. So, yeah, we moved there. I would have been oh, year six or something. And, um, yeah, then I think start of, yeah, start of year nine, then moved to um, Western Australia. Roxby, actually, like, that was, yeah, one of the, yeah, that was the best thing I could ever done, I reckon, was live there. Like, I loved it so much. It was, you know, it was hot. It was in the middle of nowhere. There was only 5,000 people there. There was mm. one main school, but yeah. the sport, we just had... I was lucky I was there in a good time when the mine was, like, in a good spot. So, yep. you know, our sport, like, we had, I think we had 10 state basketballers one year, yeah, like, right. over three yeah. age groups. We had a couple of really good footballers, like Jack yep. Comps got oh, um, yeah, drafted. Right. Yep. Uh, had a couple others who just missed out. Um, but, yeah, it was just a good spot to grow up. Like, I loved it. All you did was play sport, and yeah. there wasn't really any bullshit there, you know. So how, how, <clears throat> how old were you then at that point? So I would have been, I think we moved there when I was 10, and we left when I was... Oh, just before I was 14, so oh, yeah, it wasn't right. there long, but it feels like that was the main part of my childhood. Yeah, right. And okay. probably because I had the most fondest memories there, yeah. like, um, and made a lot of mates who I've still got today. Like, yeah, I've right. got a couple of really good mates from the Mount as well, and obviously my best mate, Brad, but um, I guess that just happens because you just keep that connection. But, yeah, yeah and then 14, um, or 13, 14, Dad goes, same thing, like, oh, you know, his company wanted to transfer him to... Or he wanted to transfer just a bit sick of Roxby. So, yeah, and there wasn't much high school options. Like, I got to year nine and in Roxby, sort of, once you get to year 10, you go to boarding school. That's just yeah, the thing. Yeah, yep. year 10 to 12, like, that's when, I guess, school gets a bit more serious. And, yeah, so then, yeah, we made the move to Bunbury, WA, which is about an hour and a half south of Perth. Um, good spot, like, good holiday spot and that. Yeah. Um, now, looking back on it, I'd... Yeah, I wouldn't live there again. I don't. I didn't love living there, but because um, WH is very different. Um, yeah, right. But in what way? Like, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I suppose compared to what lifestyle we had in the air. Yeah, like. I guess it's hard to come like coming from Mount Gambier then to Roxby. Like Mount Gambier is a, a small country town. It's yeah. big for South Australia yeah. for a country town. But um, and you'd understand this, and then going to Roxby, really small country town. Every person you walk past at the shops, hey, y'all, mate. Yeah, like, yeah. even if you don't know them, you might know their face. You might not know their face. It might be new, whatever. Everyone will say, hey, y'all, like, I got to WA, like, I was only 14, and I was already in the habit of doing that. Yeah. And yeah. people would look at you like you fucking, like, they'd seen a ghost, you know? And I guess then coming to Adelaide, it's, like, like when you're in the city, it can be a bit similar, too. It's pretty similar, yeah. That's why I like living down here, Selix. Like, it's... um. It's good because it's got that sort it's of country sort of almost yeah, like, like a real proper community vibe. Yeah, exactly, it's so, so weird. I went to like you mentioned that like that's the same as Port Lincoln, yeah, where I grew up. It's like you knew everyone, so you always said hello, and that's why that's how I was sort of we've developed such a like friendly and accommodating natures. But then I went to Melbourne the other weekend, yeah, and like my partner's from like Warragul, like Victoria, yeah, um, and she always comments like I, I love how you always like say thank you and have a good day to everyone that's like. You go to get a coffee or you go to Coles and, like, you always say thank you. Yeah. Have a nice day. And, like, she's like, we, no one really does that back in, like, Victoria or, like, yes. Melbourne. And, like, I went there the other day, the other weekend, like I said, got a coffee and I was just like, oh, thanks, mate. Have, have a great day. And they, like, looked at me like I was fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the <coughs> fuck? And my partner was like, yeah, that's, <coughs> that's what they're, um, that's just what it's like. People just don't. Yeah. Oh, I find that so weird. That nah, you, like, it, the one thing I always say is like, that person like here in Adelaide, whatever, who's serving you, could be having the fucking shittest day oh, of their life. Of course, yeah, yeah. And you could be that only positive interaction for the day. Yep. So it's like yep. it takes no effort of you just to go, hey, look, have a great day. Thanks so much for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they could go away from that thing. Fuck, 
yeah, yeah. thanks mate I really appreciate that like, you just never know what people are going through so you should always make a small effort just to fucking make someone feel appreciated yeah and and maybe like a while ago I'd be like oh when I was a bit younger like 19, 20 you know I've always had great manners like that's one yeah. thing like yeah, yeah. pride myself on you know being respectful and um yeah, like I would get real pissed off if someone didn't say thank you in front oh, of me. I'd fuck, be like, "What? Man. You're just gonna, like I'd say something." And then now I think I've grown up a little bit and understanding, like, you know, you never know how someone's grown up. Yeah. Before, like, or whatever, and like maybe they've had the shittest day ever, and that's why that maybe you've just caught them on a bad day or whatever. You don't judge off like one interaction. Yeah. I used to always, if someone made a bad first impression, that was it. Like, yeah. and still to this day, sometimes. Like, um, Some impressions do last, and you're like, yeah, fuck, exactly. Fuck like, that if person, it, I don't yeah. want to waste my time with you. Yeah, and I'll, but yeah, for random people, I try to give them a chance. But yeah, sorry to get back to, <laughs> no, you're right. yeah, good, um, good little spin off there. Yeah, well, no. I'll just jump in quickly. Yeah. When I used to go to uni in Adelaide, catch yeah. the bus, yeah, fucking piss me off when people would get off and wouldn't thank the bus driver. Oh yeah, like, I'm like, nah, you can go and get fucked, man. I yeah. hate you forever. Yeah. <laughs> that bus driver is doing his job. He got us here safely. You, you thank him. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Sorry. Anyway, go on. No, no, that's that's <laughs> very true. Yeah, like you, you should always think. Yeah, that's just a habit you need to get into. I reckon. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. So, no, WA was good. Um, and then what got to, so so did all my high school there. Um, yeah. and then it was good because I was still like, I say Bunbury. We didn't move to Bunbury. We moved to a place called Australind, which is fifteen minutes from Bunbury, yeah, closer okay. to Perth. Yeah. Um. And yeah, we lived in a spot where I was like oh, two kilometer walk to school. So yeah, right, yeah. I walked all the time. I rode my bike and then yep. um, used to get teased for riding the bike. But Fuck, those were um, the days though, man. Yeah, Maybe riding your bike to school. Yeah. We used to do that in Clare when I lived but, there. But Every then day. like, I think even you like what we're five years apart. Yeah. I think like the whole, oh, you ride the bike to school, you're a fucking weirdo. Like that yeah. sort of stuff. You know, because I was in the generation where people wore their fucking backpacks real low and like. Oh, yeah, real low like, or like real on the cool. one shoulder yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, Fuck me, yeah. these guys are cool, hey? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. So, and then I started walking and then obviously get your licence. But yeah, it was good being that close um, to school and then had like a rec centre across the road, like a basketball court and stuff yep. like that. So was, yeah, lived in a like good spot. So that was good. And then, yeah, got to, what, 19 and then moved to Adelaide. Yep. And yeah, just sort of to be closer to family again. And um, yeah, all my sisters live here now, and yeah, yeah right. now mum and dad are back in Roxby, so we're okay. all back in SA, which is good. So just like yeah, you mentioned sisters, like so, like how many sisters do you have? Three sisters, right? So yep. uh, oh, you said that before, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. So um, oh, I can't. It's either like there's two years and one year, but so I think it's like 33, 35, 36, or 33, 34, something yep. like that. Yeah, but they're all in there. They're all fucking old. So, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> I'll tell them they're old every week. Like so, um, yeah, but um. No, and they're all doing their own thing. They've all got kids now, so yeah. So I remember awesome. when we did that other clinic for work. Your yep. your sister came or brought her son to that. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's yep. Kim. So she's um, the youngest out of the three. So yeah, right. Yeah, yeah she's yep. got two little kids, and um, yeah, I just love it. Love nieces and nephews. Yeah, yep. it's awesome. So yep. yeah, didn't you just have? Who'd you have at your place? Oh, time? yeah, I had my niece, Star. Yeah. So she stayed with me for the week. So she's from, well, all my family lives in Port Lincoln. Except Still, my dad. Yeah. My dad yeah. lives in, like, Port Wakefield. Yeah. But, yeah, all my family's over there. And I've got, like, fuck, like, 13 nieces and nephews. So, yeah, my, so I've got a big family. Yeah, busy like, down there. Yeah, I mean, there's fuck, not much else to do, but fuck. <laughs> no, that's... Obviously, exactly. but nah. Exactly They right, They yeah. love it. So, like, one sister's got five kids. Yeah. Another sister's got four. Um, my older brother's got two. Yeah. And my younger, well, not my younger brother, my... 
brother that's closest to me, Yoey, in age, yep. he's got a little girl and yep. just about to have another baby as well. Yep. So, yeah, massive family. It's yeah. huge. Um, yeah. But I don't see him too much because I'm always just here in Adelaide. I find it really hard to find time to get home. Yep. Um, and plus, always going home for me, like, I, I don't know, I love living over here and just being away from it all and just being able to have, like, what do you call it, an- anonymity? Like, yeah, just okay. anonymous. Like, yeah, I can yeah. go down the street, I can go sit in a coffee shop and not talk to anyone. I yep. just love that. Yeah. It's yep. a bit selfish, really. No, um, but that's what you need, like, mentally. Like, yeah, because, like, yeah, I've yeah. got a lot of, like, bad memories attached to Lincoln, like, yep. going through some, like, pretty shit yep. stuff there so um but yeah I had my niece here this week she come over she plays for like a adelaide soccer club yeah football club whatever you want to call it uh, yeah i call it soccer because that's what it is yeah 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 yeah. um but yeah she's actually really good yeah, so yeah she's turning i think she's 16 now yeah um we're about to turn 16 but yeah yep. signed for a soccer club over here metro united yeah so my brother's like oh can you just can she stay at yours this week she wants to play on the sunday like just last not today well she's here today playing and then yep. have like a soccer camp during the week so she's doing attending a soccer camp so yep. yeah i'll fucking take it that i love yep. it i love whenever they're over here i'll make an effort to like go to all their sport and stuff like that so my sister's kids will come over for saps a footy they just do it all and i'm yep. like yep i'll fucking be there and i'll, yeah, I'll always like make sure i don't miss it so like i have those opportunities where i don't can't just go to everything over there in lincoln but i'll yep. make sure because when i was a kid Fuck, my dad would always try to come to all my sport, but like no other family came to watch me play, yep. like ever. Yep. And yeah, and till this yeah, day, yeah. like I've only ever had, I think, like one or two of my best mates yep. ever, ever watch me play, like my big games. Yep. Um, and like family that don't really come this way yeah, to watch okay. me play footy. So yeah, like, yeah. I always make an effort now. Like if they're coming here to fucking play sport, I'm fucking, I'll be there. I'll, be I'll the take a day yeah. off work. I don't give a fuck. I'll yeah. call in, I don't care. I'll be there to yeah, watch yeah. them play. No, I like Cause that. Because you never know how much like, it, mean, well, it means the world to them. Oh, of course. Because yeah. I know how much it means when they're not there. I know yeah. what it feels like. So yeah. No, on that, yeah, I grew up like very similar. Like, Mum and dad were always just working class, you know, like yeah. always. Like, like it's um, not their fault, hey. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. But um, they like, I was very lucky they were the same as like that mentality. I think yeah. from what I would have started playing basketball when I was probably, basketball and footy probably like five, six years old. Yeah. I do not remember a time where I ever had to get a lift from someone else's parents or yeah, anything no, like that. Like, I was always yeah, like right. mum and dad made sure that were there, you yeah. know, like so yeah. – um, like, oh, real young, like, dad would have to miss some of the basketball games because we played at, like, four in the afternoon. He's still working. Yeah, but, yeah. like, one of them was always there. Um, and, yeah, that was the whole way up, like, until sort of I moved from um, even when I was 18, 19, I went back to footy, like, in Bunbury. Like, mum and dad were there every single game, like, never missed yeah, right. it. Fuck. Um, wow. Yeah, so, yeah, I was very lucky and, like... Um, yeah, mum and dad. Yeah, 100%. Fucking that's hell, that's one of the... Yeah, um, yeah. The things I look back on and, yeah, I just can never forget, like, how important that stuff was to me. Because you always see your mate, like, you had a few mates and they'd be like, like, you'd ne- you wouldn't even know what their parents look like because yeah. their parents would never be yeah. there. And you just, and, like, they might be a gun at whatever they do. It's like, yeah. like oh, imagine if your parents saw you play this and still, like, you know. I think like, I, yeah, fuck me. I, so, I was one of those kids that used to just, like, because we, in Clare, when I started playing footy, like, mini cults or whatever, um, my mum and her partner at the time owned, like, the like one of the local pubs, like the Bentley's Hotel. And the footy I was maybe like five, six hundred metres from that. But like mini colts, what am I, what's the fucking mini colts age? Like nine? Yeah. So Saturday mornings, play like 8am, yeah. I'd get myself up and walk to the footy. Fuck. Yeah, see crazy, so different, hey. And then if we had away games, like my, my best mates at the time, they, they would take me with their mum yeah. and dad. So, so you like, were that So I was that, I was that kid, man. Yeah, yeah. No, so but, um, but that's, that's where it's like, 
And then yeah. I remember, I remember when I kicked, sorry to cut you off, I remember when I kicked my first goal and my mum was actually there. Yeah. And like, fuck, I was so over the moon. So I was so shit as a kid. I'd played in the, in the back lines, I like yeah, the back yeah. pocket, the back flank, so yeah, I wouldn't yeah. go near the footy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I played forward one day and kicked the goal, man. I was fuck. I did like full celebration and everything. As I you could do imagine. as a kid. Yeah, I, I still, yeah, yeah. when I kicked my last goal in the yeah, other yeah. week and I celebrated. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember my mum didn't see it. She missed it. She's like having a smoke or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my fucking. My, Best mate's dad was like, oh, your son just kicked a goal and that's how she found out. Oh, I was yeah. like, looking back on it, it's funny, but at the time I was probably fucking heartbroken. Oh, you would have been gutted, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, you, your parents are always doing so much. Like, yeah. every situation's so Fuck different. Fuck, man, if they weren't working, I wouldn't have been able to you wouldn't afford have been to buy the boots and play the same. Yeah, exactly, so, man. Yeah, so exactly yeah. right. Like, um, yeah, and I was lucky. Like, mum worked for... Um, for my auntie in yep. a local, like, glass and glass ah, right. company. Yep. And then dad was sort of... a worked up to a workshop supervisor so could, and we played footy on a Sunday morning in yeah, Mount right. so just like, had Sundays off which yep. was good so yep. Fuck, that's all, handy. yeah that was good in the Mount it was good because Sunday mornings were juniors yep. so you didn't start playing on a Saturday until you were senior Colts like 15, 16 yeah, years right. old Fuck, that's pretty good I don't mind that hey yeah I thought it was a good idea um, in Bunbury sort of a bit opposite all the seniors played on Sundays all the juniors played on Saturdays WA's Fucking weird, man. Backwards, man. That that's backwards. It's a whole yeah. other country, man. That's why WA, even... wait a while. Like, you, <laughs> yeah. everything oh, fuck, fucking yeah. changes. Like, that's... something will change over here, and then 20 years later, they'll be like, fuck, we've got mobile phones. Like, <laughs> like that's how that... <laughs> that was like. Oh, it's so weird. But fuck. then they're so advanced with some things, it's just strange. Anyway. I had a good conversation yesterday at footy, um, like, in the morning, coaching at South. Um, and they were talking about, like, juniors playing on a Saturday morning, and, like, one of the coaches like, we're trying to get these kids to enjoy that footy. Why the fuck are we making them wake up at 7am and play in the freezing cold in the fog at 8am in the morning? Yep. Like, why don't we, like, 16s or 15s, 17s are happy playing footy. They love it. They're involved in it. Let them play early. Have the, like, minis before the A grade or something like that. And then the A grade. Imagine all the crowd there pumping up these kids. Like, that's... Yeah. I th- and he said that. I was like, that's a fucking great idea and for community footy. Like, why don't they do that? And you know what? That's funny as well. Even with your... Like, you're obviously helping out the 18s with South. And, yeah. Um, like talk to a couple of the kids at Cedar who play, like Miles, obviously. Yep. And he just said, um, like, he's like, fuck, I love when we get to play at like 10 in the morning. Like, and he's under 18. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I love when we play at 10. Cause like, then I'm done by lunch. Yep. And like, I've got the whole day to go do something. These kids yeah. are about to, if you're playing under 18, you're starting to like go have fun, go to parties or whatever. Like, like, so play early in the morning, then they can go do their, yeah, like, whatever they want to do. And then like, have, like, you're right, especially community footy. Like, imagine having the, like under 13s right before the A grade or something like Yeah, I reckon it'd be awesome, man. Yeah. Because like, all so, the A graders love it. They love getting around it, but they're not getting up at seven to go watch. Like they're doing, like we're doing our morning routine. So like, exactly. Like they're the kids we should be getting around. Yeah. But it's yeah. just, it's fucking really hard. Yeah. Which sounds a bit selfish, but like, yeah. Yeah, but fucking playing before the A grade. Like have B grade and then have a break and like have the fucking. Yeah. Yeah. And let us watch them and like the kids yeah. would love it. And then they would stick around. You'd have higher participation. They'd had to hang around for longer, I reckon. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, but yeah, obviously touched on sport a fair bit. You mentioned basketball yep. quite a bit. So obviously you're you're an unreal footballer. You're one of the best I've seen. Like oh, not oh, being, yeah. well, I just feel like you have got a lot of space and time. That probably comes from your basketball, man. Yeah, that's definitely basketball. So yeah. taught us. Can you talk us a bit more about your basketball and like? Um. Well, yeah. When I was a kid, honestly, like, oh, when I was a real young kid, like when I was sort of ten, eleven, twelve, I was yep. good at footy. But that was because I was I was 
bigger than everyone. Fuck, you like, still are, mate. No, like, I was, like, probably, I was always the tallest, so I'd play ruck, but yeah. I'd play, like, an on-ball. But you were actually thing. good, though, hey? Uh, I was okay. I was okay. <laughs> like, um, I was pretty tall, but I was shit. Not much competition in Roxford Downs. There was one real good kid on the other team, but, yeah. And we only had two teams there, so. Um, <laughs> Fuck, yeah, right. But, no, nah, so, um, yeah, I guess, like, and then, what, well, I would have been, we moved to Bunbury, and I was 13, 14, and I just found it was, like, a real sort of, clicky like environment i came from roxby where you didn't actually get to pick who you played for you just registered and they'd put you in a team yeah right okay um, yeah, which right. was really good like i loved that because then it was yep. they tried to make it even like um whatever so then i got there and it was a bit clicky like you know parents involved and like my parents never got involved coach like i said they're always there but yeah. they would never speak to coaches never any of that That's stuff like, fucking like i always thought that great like, attitude like always take a step back like if you weren't getting something, it's because you weren't working hard enough or you weren't doing something. Yeah, so, right. yep. And that was the conversation. I'm glad it was like that. So, yeah, I just I actually got to, what, 14, and I was, like, doing, you know, state basketball camps and stuff like that, and it was getting yep. to the point where we were driving to Perth every Saturday or whatever, and I was just going, fuck, I don't think I'd, like, I got basketball training two nights a week, footy two nights a week. Let's just focus on one. I picked yep. the wrong one, like, to be honest. But what do you mean? Played basketball for... Yeah, all of my high school pretty much. And um, oh, like to make it in basketball, you're competing against everyone in the world. To make it in yeah. footy, oh, you're competing yeah. against... I, like, yeah. I don't, I don't I regret that. it. I like, I did, I do like everything it taught me and stuff and it did make me a better footballer. Like, yeah. I, yeah, so anyway, played basketball from what, like oh, my whole life and then played that all the way up to 19. So yeah, yeah all right. the way through juniors, just focused on that. So. And you were obviously taking that pretty seriously. Yeah. And like, at that age, like you're at a... Like you're really susceptible to like anxiety and stuff like that. Oh. So if you're playing at state level, like, did you ever deal with like, like huge pressures and anxiety of like trying to perform and be the best? Like, yeah, that's a fair bit to take on board. And because like you start playing state basketball, or same with footy, you start playing it pretty young. Like when I was yeah. in SA, um, you know, um, you make your first state team under 14s. You go to Albury. Yeah, like, everyone does that. Hey, yeah, yeah. So I must you, have just missed a letter or something. Yeah. I, I must have been like the 23rd best player. Oh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> So yeah, you you do that, and yeah. then you've got you've always got these camps, and like, um, yeah. So there is like a lot of anxiety attached to it, you know. Like especially yeah. once you get to, so fourteens, fifteens, that's just like um country cup and that, and there you, you just represent. It's like um all the country teams, so like yeah. SA country, Vic country, yep. all that yep. sort of stuff. You don't have the metro teams, okay. Right. So yeah. this is where like it's a bit more fun. like for example, when I was with SA, we were very competitive. Like yep. we'd go there and like go top three usually or whatever. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, and, yeah, Vic would always win. But, like, and then we'd go, when I moved to WA, like, I was still WA country zone. Right. So, um, we'd still, like, still 150, 200 people try out. Yeah. But the skill level compared to, say, if you went to, like, a Vic Metro, mm. um, you go there, they get, like, you have to get a letter and it's probably 3,000 people get a letter. Fucking okay, hell. so put that into perspective, and like then 150 is like that's insane. Yeah, like and then where? Well, shit. and then you think so. So they're getting to train. They're training three times a week. Yeah, um, right. Because you're allowed to train a certain amount of hours a week. I think that's how it works right. for the national tournaments. So we'd have a national tournament. Say like they might pick the team. You'd start trying out middle of the year tournaments in April. Um, tournaments in June if you're an under 16 April if you're 18s so 16s first one I went for whatever in WA made the team like whatever um, and every second week you're in Perth we're training six hours on Saturday 
usually three hours Sunday and then a game on Sunday. Training for six hours. Yeah, six hours. What? So they'd call it they'd call it tour days. So right. two A days. Like so you'd train for two and a half probably hours in the morning. Right. So we'd have to get up, you know, in Bunbury, this is where my parents are God sense, but like get up probably six thirty, get to Perth by sort of eight thirty, um, be on court training, nine o'clock, might train till eleven thirty, have half an hour, have lunch, whatever back into training, train the rest of the day. Usually have to, because we, we're in Bunbury, we'd drive home because it was cheaper to drive home than yeah, stay there. Yeah, yeah. Um, drive home, get home, seven, eight o'clock, um, go to bed, get up, do it again. And we'd usually like Fuck. have a wow. like a trial game every weekend on a Sunday or yeah. every second weekend. So you're doing that every second weekend, honestly, from um, like, oh, what would it be? That's it. Probably October until April. Yep. Um, and you might get two weeks off over Christmas. So, Fuck. whereas wow. like the Vic guys or even WA Metro, yeah, they get into train just like they might train three mornings a week at seven a.m. till yeah, eight. Yeah, right. Because they're just like, six, they're right there. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's a country kid thing, you right? Know? That's one thing. Oh, like you can't like when see people say, ah, oh, city players are better. It's like. Fuck, you might be more skilled, whatever, but like the yeah. dedication and commitment that country people put into that sport, yeah, um, from a young age, like they've got to fucking drive wherever they need, wherever they need to get to. It's not like, hey, if you can get there, cool, and you'll get picked. It's like, no, if you don't fucking show up, you're not getting selected, exactly. and your name will be fucking tarnished throughout exactly. this like this program, and, and you what, won't get picked ever again. Like the thing about WA, even more so, um, maybe Queensland's probably the only similar, but they split into Queensland North and Queensland South right. instead of Metro Country. Okay. So it's a bit different, but WA, it's massive. Like look it's at the map. It's fucking huge, fucking, mate. It's huge. We had, um, so in one of my teams, like we had guys coming all the way from Esperance, so seven, eight hours. Yeah, right, okay. Every, week, uh, every second weekend. Fuck. And then had guys coming from the opposite end, like so from Geraldton, yep. Kalgoorlie. So... Yep. Like, our coach was really good. We had a guru coach, especially for 18s. I made 18s both years. And we yep. um, we actually, we did a camp at Geraldton. We did a camp at Kalgoorlie. So, oh, right, okay. Like, so he tried to spread it around. around. did a camp in Bunbury. Awesome. Like, we, yeah, so it was good. And we tried to, like, train real north of the city or real south of the city and, like, yep. help out, like, rather than just training at the WA Basketball Centre or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, and then you get to, you know, nationals or whatever and, yeah, we had a hard slog some years. Our bottom age 18s, we went it right. Like, like it was an accomplishment for WA country. Like, since probably, I don't know if you've heard of him, but everyone listened, probably would have, like, Mark Worthington. Like, I haven't for the nah, record. So, so he's like, yeah. Forgive my fucking ignorance. Yeah, man, sorry. Like, multi time, like, Olympian, like, um, I think, like, all that sort of stuff. He, yeah, right. He yep. was probably the last WA country guy to. I remember when we played 16s, we were the last, we were the first team to get a win in the pool games, like, so in the lead-up games to finals um, since him. So that yeah, would have right. been, like, fucking 15 years Fuck. or something. So you could tell Big WA deal. country struggled for a while. Yeah, like, yeah. But, yeah, we started to make some inroads and, yeah, um, yeah. then, what, bottom age 18s, I think, like, we lost to Vic country by, like, 15 or 16 points. Right. Given two of them, or well, one of them was on NBA team this year, two or three of them are on NBA list now. Fucking hell. Who's like, the NBA player? Jack White, so he actually oh, got, yeah. he yep. got a ring because they won. He didn't play, but he got Still. a ring. Yeah, unreal. But Fuck so hell. like we we lost to them by sixteen, and that was like an accomplishment. Yeah, like that well, was yeah that was Good a big man. win for like WA country. Yeah, against that's Vic huge. Country. That's like, massive. Anytime you can get, obviously, to get a win over the Vicks would be ridiculous. But yeah, yeah. So no, it was um yeah like that was some really good years. Like, and I learned a lot and. 
yeah, but going to the, sorry, getting back to the anxiety stuff. Yeah. And yeah, that's probably where a lot of my mental health, like, decline started. Right, okay. Probably when I got yep. to, you don't realise it until 16. And now I look back, probably about 16 years old, that was the best I ever was at basketball. Yep. And it's because if I missed a shot, I didn't give a shit. Like, yeah, right, okay. Next one was going in. That was yep. my mentality. Yep. And honestly, that's what would happen. Like, you'd miss one, you'd make two, you'd miss two, you'd make two. Like, yep. that's yep. just what happened. And then you get to 16, 17, you start realising, like, you know, you, your mates give a shit at school, a big state oh, player, yeah. like, all that oh, sort of stuff. And, like, you yeah. laugh it off, and it is a joke, and it's a joke to them, and they don't mean anything by it, but your brain starts telling you otherwise. Like, yeah. fuck, fuck, if I miss this shot, like, fuck, like, imagine what they're going to say, or, like, whatever, and, like, oh, like, you know, you're shooting spots. Like, a lot of the time, basketball's a lonely sport because it's an individual sport on a team because, yeah. like, there's five players on the court, not, like, footy. Yeah, like you got eighteen. If you if you miss a ground ball and someone gets it behind you, you're probably not going to remember that. Yeah, you got people to make up for your so, sort of defects. I guess. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you fucking shoot an air ball and the whole crowd goes quiet at nationals, like, fuck, fuck man, that know. is correct. That would be insane. Yeah, so it's like it's very different. Like, um, but yeah, so that's where all that sort of stemmed from, and that's why when I got to eighteen, just before I turned nineteen, yeah, eighteen, quit basketball, just quit on the spot. Like, really? Yeah, was going to go to college, go to America, and just. Yeah, probably like three months before you usually go over like later in the year. And yeah, probably three months before that, it was just like, nah, I'm done. Played really? the rest of the year in Fuck footy man. and then didn't look back. Holy shit. Yeah. So, so it sort of just like affected you that much. You oh, just, yeah, yeah, 100%. Like I wasn't, so yeah, I'd probably like when nationals would get close, like like school would be calling like Sean's attendance isn't high enough. Like you need to be coming to right. school. Because I was a good kid yeah. at school. I, yep. Like was pretty respectful. Didn't like my teachers a lot of the time, but just like got through, like yeah. whatever, just yeah. rocked up, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was my main focus was just all I thought about was basketball. So, and that was every morning. Like I would have one morning off a week probably. So I'd go for an hour and a half every morning, shoot. Wow. But I was getting worse. That was the thing. I was getting really? worse. So my jump shot was getting worse. Everything was getting worse because... Like, if you're not mentally there, like, it's like when you, it's like you have some of your best footy games when you haven't trained all week or you, like, you're playing country footy and you have a blinder because you're not thinking about it. You're just in this yeah. other, like, mindset. You're not thinking about footy. Yeah. Because nothing can affect you then. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, yeah, so that's sort of what where it led to. And that, that happened to a lot of people around me, I reckon. Like, right. Yeah. So, a lot of people would get too much parent pressure for some people. It was hard. Like, I was like a... Never had any of that. Like, yep. dad was excited when I quit basketball because, like, it meant he got to watch me play footy again. Yeah, right, okay. Um, obviously upset for me, but, like, he was like, oh, well, like, it's not what you want to do. Like, don't do it. Like, he'd been telling me probably for a year, like, like, why are you playing still? Like, you're, you're upset every night. Like, because I genuinely, like, at that time I was then in the state, like, we are playing in the state basketball league. I was on the men's team, like, whatever, contracted, like, but wouldn't get on the court. Like, you know, it's all about the imports and stuff. And, like, whatever, fair enough. But, yeah, wouldn't get an opportunity and come home from training Tuesdays, Thursdays, nights. Like, just, like, pretty much in tears, like, you know. And just, like, you just always question, like, am I not good enough anymore? Like, you know, you're a good junior, but are you actually going to make anything of it? So, yeah. yeah, and then all these voices come and you're like, well, fuck, if I can't get on the court here in the state, basketball league how am I going to go in America like so but it's totally different like you're playing against kids your own age over there you're always in like a relevant pool and you get to develop you got access to the best of the best over there and stuff and part of me wishes fuck I did it like like um but you know you're 18 and you've got a girlfriend at the time and you'd like oh 
like if I go, like you know, whatever. Yeah. All those things. There's so many other. There's a lot of fucking factors that contribute to decisions you make, and it's always like I've got a good piece of advice, like when I. Uh, from a mentor that I used to have at Adelaide United when I was working there because I was obviously moved to Adelaide to study uni but also like maybe play a bit of footy see what happens um, and I got onto like the Port Academy list yep. um, and just dropped out of uni and then like obviously footy never really came anything of that and then looking back on it I go fuck I probably should have just stuck at uni hey, and, like, better and at I would have well if I just like gave away the footy trying to do that like at that level focused on uni finished that I'd have my degree now probably have a good career but then my mentor was like, at that time, that was what was right for you. Yeah. So don't ever look back and go, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Or I should have done this. Like, at that time, you wanted that, and there's nothing wrong with that. The only so thing... That's like similar in that situation for you. The only thing you would say is, and similar to me, I wish I went to school every day. I wish I tried really hard at school. Yeah. So that then I wasn't just thinking about basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? So, and with you, it's probably like, oh, while I was on the Maggie's, like, top-up list... Uh, I wish I was still going to uni so then footy wasn't just my life. Yeah. Because footy becomes your personality. Yeah. And you look back at it and you're like, fuck, I was a loser. Like, <laughs> like I cared way too much. Like, if I just had a little bit less care and just like, and you, tried and to enjoy the process, rocked up and got, like, really excited about footy training like we do now instead of being like, fuck, like, I hope we don't have to do a 2K tonight. Yeah. Like... A bit of that anxiety oh, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, speak... Well, mate, Unreal, you opening up and sharing that about your basketball and how much it sort of affected affected you. Really appreciate that. Um, how, like, did you do much to sort of deal with that or was it just purely you quit and then you started to feel better from that playing footy? Oh, no, I definitely didn't feel better. Right, Probably right. like, um, yeah. I'd say like mental health journey or whatever you want to call it yeah. from probably not long after I turned 16, just from memory, to oh, 23. Right, it was probably okay. really tough. Like, yep. really, really tough. Probably... The worst time was maybe like, oh, I reckon, you know, like 18, 19, 20, you sort yeah. of, you're in a bit of a blaze because you're fucking going out every weekend and you're sore stuff yeah. the time. So, yeah. Yeah. but like, yeah. yeah, probably hardest time would have been 21 to 23 was like really tough. And then right. I started to figure out myself. Um, so yeah, still had those struggles with like within footy because when I went to footy, like I joined halfway through the year was playing Colts footy. So in WA you play like, if you don't turn 19 during the season, you can still play junior footy. Right, okay. So I was 18, yep. so I went out for the second half of that year. Yep. We ended up making a grand final. We had a good team, and it was a really strong league, like the Southwest Footy League in WA. Right, For juniors, it was a good league in yeah. the country. Yeah. Um, and I played some really good footy towards the end of the year, even though I hadn't played for six or seven years, because, one, I'd got a lot bigger. Like, two, I'd played a lot of basketball, so my spatial awareness was... Like, I find in footy, guys get the ball and you hear coaches go, like, explode from the contest. It's like, well, how about let's just sit and wait in the contest and let everyone else run away and then I'll make a decision. And that's what I found. I started playing footy and I'd get the ball and I'd stand still and look to handball sideways the other way because in basketball you're used to not being able to use your feet. Yeah. Like, you've got to stay still unless you're dribbling the ball. And everyone would just go chaos around you and I'm like, what do you, like, you know, and then, or if you try to take off, you're more likely probably going to get tackled. So it's, and footballers run in straight lines. Well, so. like that's one thing I have noticed with you. Like this, you're massive. Like you're huge. Like how tall are you? Oh, six two, six, six two. And you are? Are you pushing 96, a, 97, 96, yeah. pushing hundred kilos? So like, but your ability. Like when I've watched you play footy, your ability to not panic and you've got time and space. Like I said, um, and like you do, you just stand in one spot and you wait. Like you just wait for something. Like you yeah. wait for an option to open up, or you're strong enough, obviously, to fend someone off. But like. 
and everyone around you is like, fuck, what's this bloke going to do? Like, fuck, yeah, oh, i got to get here, got to cover here, cover off here. And they're moving around you trying to, they think they're corralling you or stopping you, but you're just like waiting for it all to unfold. Like, it's unbelievable to watch. Well, so they've got to come to you. So, yeah. So I guess like, yeah, I was playing, I don't know, good, good footy towards the end of that year. And then, yep. yeah, you get a tap on the shoulder, like got a tap on the shoulder, our oh, first final of that year. And it was just... Like this, they have this Southwest Academy of Sports thing there, and he was a yeah. scout, and he was just on behalf of um, a couple of the clubs in Perth in the Waffle, and he mm-hmm. just said, "Oh, you know, like I think you've got a bit of talent." Like, and I said, "Mate, I've played seven games of footy in the last eight years." Like I said, "Mate, that's fucking <coughs> crazy." Then, like, so I said, "Like, you know, um, I told him straight up. I said, no, nah, I don't think I'm ready.' I said, "I'll play here next year and right. see what happens." And Fuck. and. But then he's like, no, nah, look, I was here to watch the bloke you played on, whatever. And I said, like, it's such a wanker. No, right it's, mate, it's your so story, bro. Your I was easily going to get angry because, like, tall poppy syndrome, they get sooky, like, oh, this guy's talking about himself. Anyway, so this is just what happened. And, yeah, he said, no, I was here to watch the bloke you played on and, like, you had a really good game. Like, yeah, so he said, yeah. I'm in here talking to you for a reason. Like, yeah, so no, so after fuck, that. That's crazy. Yeah, so then that was what, like, footy season ended and he called me again and he said, like, come do some running with me and then – See what happens. Anyway, fast forward, moved to Perth. Um, month later, like at eighteen, living in with some random, like and forty five minutes from where I had to train, so it was Swan Districts. And yeah, I was going to training what like over the summer, probably three days a week. I was just working like a casual job. Yeah. Just I'd saved up a lot of money so that I could do it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um and yeah, I was actually progressing a lot. And then what happened? So they thought they were gonna get me to be able to be a play down because I'd not played any junior footy. Right. So I was 19, so they were going to have me as a play down. What's a play down? So, like, you know how um, in the sample, like, if there's a, say, a 17 year old going on 18 gets injured at the start of the year and then they can't play oh, at all right. that year. So they yeah, let you I play like the permit. Sorry, so, permit. Yeah, yeah. So you get yeah, a season yeah. permit. So, yeah. so Swans were trying to maybe apply for that. And then, right, okay. And then come Christmas time, just before Christmas, the senior coach, he said, no, nah, like, start training with us. So start training with the seniors. Fucking hell. But then that's when you start going, like, you know, I got really light. I got, like, I was down to, like, 90 kilos. You're doing so much fucking running. So much running. Wasn't eating as much because I was just, like, eating Wait, what how, I was. What did you get down in 90s? 90, like, which was Fuck. light for me. So um, I was, so went from, I was never a good runner, but went from a 752k to a sub 7 or whatever. Yeah, right. And... But then was losing a bit of my strengths, like yeah, being able to push up people, all that sort of stuff. So, and then I was finding like, okay, this I'm starting to get that pressure again. Like, yeah, like, yeah. and then yeah, had a really sort of creep in. Exactly, had a really good mate, um, Clarkie, like Aiden. I've told you about him. He's yep. done plays for Swan Districts. Oh now, yeah, still. yeah, yeah. So um, and yeah, he's shout out to him. He's playing. Oh, he's playing today. He's playing league footy over there. He's absolutely tearing at a new one in the waffle. So the one I think you've shared on your Instagram story. If you yeah, remember, yeah. That. yeah. So yep. yeah, um. He and he was he just missed out on the draft. Fucking they're silly for it. But yeah, just missed out and he's from Bunbury and he said like we just became like good mates pretty yep. quickly and he's like he's like, Look, I'm gonna play for Bunbury this year, like which was the team I played Colts for before going up to Perth. He's like, mate, like why don't you just come down here, we'll play senior footy together for a year and like and then he said, Then you can reassess, maybe you can go back up next year. Um but it was no pressure. It wasn't like he was trying to drag me away from succeeding. Yeah. It was just like yeah given me a, an option so yeah i was yep. like yeah i'll do that so i did that and then ended up got to like around nine or ten and then was getting really bad mental health and dad was already over in roxby doing 
like starting to transition back to SA. Yep. And I was like, look, I'm just going to move home. Moved home halfway through the year. They want a flag. Fuck. So like, and that's a, like, that was a Fuck. good comp. Like, I don't know if you know footy knowledge, like, like Brett Peake played for, Oh yeah. Yep. So he was on our team. Like we had Matt Martin. He was like, he's actually from SA. He got drafted by Port. So we had a, we had Clarkie, yeah. like we had Harry Crease, he's now playing league footy. We had a good team, like really good team, and yeah, went on to yeah win the flag, and yeah, I missed out on that. But um, yeah, so like I guess it just goes to show like that's where I learned more about myself again was like, and then moving over to Adelaide, and then you know, spend a bit of time at Westy, spend a bit of time at Port. Never really made anything of it. Played played a few reserves games, whatever, a few injuries and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's a common denominator, isn't it? Like as soon as I try to take sport too seriously, because I was in a bad mental headspace. Yeah. If I did it now, I'd be fine. Yeah. And I reckon I would be fine. Yeah. But because I've got all my, you know, my systems, the things I do. Yeah. But yeah, just looking like it seemed every time something got serious, I'd run away from it. Yeah. So, um, sort of escape reality, and that was moving back here, mm-hmm. and like, um, but yeah, now that I'm sort of, a bit more, uh, I don't know, in touch with like my emotions and stuff yeah. like um well, you know, finding a, things a lot easier as a young fella like 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 that 21 22 age all you just want to be is be something and be really good at it yeah like yeah. you just want something and so you just fucking put all your pressure on yourself just like no nah, i've got to do this i've got to be awesome at it yeah and you just block out oh it's, you might be feeling shit and like going on training like you're feeling absolute crap be like yeah no nah, fucking just block that out i don't want to care about that feeling right now i'm just gonna go do this because i have to because i need to be the best at something and like exactly. now you're saying, like yep. now we're like, fuck, that pressure's sort of well, for you, it's sort of gone because you're like, look, I don't need to be the best, and I'm like, I'm happy to identify and acknowledge I'm feeling pretty shit, and like maybe I'll just like train a little bit tonight. I won't go to training tonight, or you know, yep. like you, you actually understand it's okay to feel shit and to take a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it help then that helps fucking add to your performance. Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so you mentioned like at West, like moving to Adelaide. And then obviously doing the footy stuff. Um, did, when you come back to Adelaide, did you just play local something like was that? Because you're at Christie's Beach now, obviously for yeah. a while. But was yep. it just straight to Christie's? And that's nah. So I moved back and I was living with my sister like down near Saint Clair, like Pennington oh, yeah. area. Oh so, yeah, that's, yeah, near where yeah, I live. Yeah. yeah, and then ended up like from there moved to Grange, just in a little unit, like yep. with a mate. But um, I knew I was going to Westies before I came over. So right, okay, um, right. I just got in touch with a mate um, and he'd like played league footy for Westies and stuff yep. and grew up with him in Roxby. That was that good footballer I was telling you about who, again, someone who very unlucky not to make it. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, he, yeah, and he just, I just said, oh, like, look, mate, I'm moving back. Like, um, I'd be keen to like play some footy in Adelaide. And he's like, oh, what do you think? And he said, I only really know people at Westies. He's like, I could, he's like, get you out there. I was like, oh, I've like, only played like probably twenty games since I've been back to footy. Yeah, he's like, yeah, but like size, you like, you'll be fine. Like whatever, like just see how you go. Yeah, I think there was seven rounds left, so I come back. Um, and like what trained, trained a week, started to get to know the boys a little bit, like as much as you can. Um, yeah. Isaac Rankin was actually there at the time, and he yeah, was, right. Like for where he was in his journey, like he was at the point where even to play league footy, like wouldn't even need a train if he didn't want to like yeah. it was his it was going into his draft year so the yeah. year before it yeah um but he was just so down to earth real nice guy like one of the most welcoming ones at the club yeah, right. definitely that's awesome to hear that's like, awesome to hear. and you can sort of see that he's probably like that still um yeah so i trained for a week and then like i was on call for the first game like for resis and then 
And this is the year Wesley's made the resis granny. So yeah. they were pretty good. I what think 17. Seven, yeah, right, okay. So They won it in 2015. They won it in 15 yeah, league, yep, yeah. Yep. And then I think they dropped off a little bit. But, yep. um, yeah, so just trained and then, yeah, the next week trained and then they said, oh, like, probably play you this week. And I was like, Fuck. I wasn't expecting it at all. Like, yeah, but yeah. Um, at the time, Mark Mickenlight was the coach. Yeah. Uh, that was his, I think that was his last year maybe. But, um, yeah, and he, like, actually had great belief in me. He They used to do these other sessions, like, where they would do – um, like outside the normal training, you do like a skill session one other night a week. Yeah, yeah. And like I thought, I would go to every session I could because I needed it. Like yeah. Whatever. And yeah, he, like I said, he he said, oh, we'll probably get you to play this week in the twos and just see how you go. And yeah, I played played that. Didn't go any good. Well, would add like played like half forward. Probably had seven or eight touches and did my AC joint oh, that fuck, really? that game. But just like played out the game, whatever. Yeah. Like because you don't really realize it's done and then. Um, the club that they aligned me with or whatever was Flinders Park. So they were playing oh, yeah, yep. amateurs in Div 3. So, yeah, ended up... Westy's actually got me a job and everything too. Like, it was really good. Like, Fuck, that's how good, they man. handled it was unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I was just a nobody and they just got me over there and, like, yeah. helped. But that's Fuck footy yeah. clubs. Like, that's <laughs> that's what it's like. So, yeah, and then um, I thought, like, you know, I had that game. Didn't, didn't go terribly, didn't go great. And then, yeah, went back out to pre-season um after that year had finished and um they had a new coach and yeah he obviously didn't believe me the same that the other did like he he called me i got that dreaded call just before christmas and he said look mate like have to shrink the list and um yeah said like you know um like because we had an internal trial or whatever and yeah before christmas and i went well and i was like fuck that's probably like at this level that's the best footy i've like played i actually felt like fuck i actually might belong here like and then at least in the resis, I was like, I can play resis yeah. all year. Like, and I wanted to be good fun, you know, I was still young at the time, I was 20. And yeah, and he goes, you know, like, oh, we think you could be a good resis player, but we need league players. And I was like, I sort of, I arced back to him at this time. That's when you don't give a fuck when you're that age. Yeah. And I just said to him, I was like, well, I'm only 20. I was like, who's to say like in two years, I might not be like under your development, like, yeah. I might not be... And then he's like, oh, you know, you're 2K, like, around a seven-minute. I think I beat, like, fucking 10 or 15 other players. Yeah, right. Got, but that doesn't matter. They're gun footballers, obviously, yeah. so you get through. But um, I was like, I would have rathered him just, like, tell me football-wise why. Like, but he just said... He just hung hung the hat on, like, the 2K, which that's one thing I learned from, like, a good a good bloke I did meet um, was he used to, like, be an assistant at North Melbourne, and he said never give a coach something to hang their hat on. Yeah, right. So, okay. yeah, from that point, didn't fix my so two Basically, they're just like writing you off on that. And yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. just an easy... If they can and get rid of five out. people yeah. like on oh, 2K just, or, yeah, no, or you're too chubby or like, yeah. you know, your, your skin folds or whatever back yeah. then, late skin folds. So, yeah, and then Port were going through a real dark phase like with their resis and whatever. Like, yeah. So they... Because they had me on the list. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you just finished, I think. So, what then... Yeah, going into 2018, so it was just after Christmas, and I think um, at that time they were actually giving you the number. Like when I got dropped, he said, "But call Port because he said like we've spoke to them and yeah. told them there's a few who we yep. think are good enough for the level, but we just don't have room." Yeah, and so yeah, called Port. Don't even know who I spoke to, and then yeah, went out there, and we were so young then. There was probably like oh, because it was an under 23, uh, under 23s list, the academy. No, but it wasn't an academy anymore. Oh, no, no, sorry, no. It was the first year that it because, wasn't, yeah, I think. The academy list was basically under 23s when I was there. And yep. then I had a shit, 
I was terrible, like injured all in rehab. Played yep. one game right at the end of 2016. Yeah. And then I think they got like applied and like got the rules changed so they could like have older players as well. Yeah. Um, yep. So yeah, you're right there. Sorry. But I think it was pretty similar. Like I, I looked around, I reckon we were probably, oh, everyone was under 21 or Because they only had like nine or something contracted to play league. Yeah. Um, so, on top of the AFL reserves. So when we got there in January, there was a few others who come across as well. They sat us down all together and they said, look, like, we've got a group of, oh, I think it was like a group of 40. Um, there's only probably going to be five spots each week or four spots on the league team. Yeah. Um, so you're pretty much competing to play reserves. We are. And then I think at the time they had, like, Samo, obviously. Yeah. League yep. contracted. They had, like, Levi Proud. He was a good footballer as well. Yeah. And maybe one other contracted and they still had, oh, and Mitch Mead. Like yeah, 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 like, yep. and a couple other kids of legends, sort yeah. of things. So, you know how that goes. Yeah, but um, yeah. So they said like we've only got six league contracts left. Like, good luck, have fun, like whatever. Yeah. So, so we went and fight it out. Yeah, didn't Basically get threw them in a ring in the changes. Just said fucking fight for it. Boys. If it was like that, might have been alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, you would have killed the best, <laughs> um, but no, so so yeah. Then just like same thing. Like got hammy, like hammy tendonitis. Got yeah, so an injury, but. Um, what's his name? The guy in the rehab there. Uh, oh, I had Michael Wilson. Yeah, yeah, had Will- yeah. yeah. So superstar. He's absolute legend. Like Port Adelaide abs- football club. Oh, superstar of the footy club, and just just out, he was in mint condition. Like oh, even man. like hate to sound a weapon. Hate to sound a bit fucking sus, but he had the best legs ever. Oh, like, bro, he's fucking car. freak man. Yeah, freak, freak. So, but he just looked after me real well in rehab, and just took me so long to get back. Like I think I was ready probably around. Two or three, and then yeah. played one game. Again, similar thing, like but got played out of position. Did fuck all. Then played midfield the next week. Got like ten touches. Yeah, like just wasn't doing enough. But we were getting pumped. Yeah, like tough, yeah. oh, like we were last few years. Yeah, a no, of years we were getting. Tough. We had the port because um, obviously some games we played before league team, and we had the port faithful. On the hill oh, yeah. Alberton one day absolutely they, yeah. giving it to us. You guys are a fucking disgrace. Yeah. You I remember, bro. Like, it's like, we're just there to, you know, yeah. we're just trying to develop whatever. But like, like, I remember one game, because I used to work. Because they're so used to winning. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the culture, man. Like, that's yeah. what they've grown up. They grew up, like, barracking for, like, fucking Tim Ginever, um, Greg Phillips. They didn't fucking lose, man. It literally and if they lost, it was, the like, because they'd fucking nearly died on the oval trying to win. Exactly. You What's know it what say man? coming up the race? It's Un- like unbeatable. At unbeatable at the Magpie. Yeah, so fuck, man, that's so more, unreal. More like fucking <laughs> unwinnable. Yeah, so. fuck. But, like, because I used to work there in the bar as well. Yeah. Um, and, like, I remember one game, Port, like, the AFL side had an unreal injury. Like, they had no injuries. Yeah. So, all of their players were playing in the league side, like... Yeah. the Magpies yeah. and all of the league contracted players plus the good resis was that play, the year that's twos. when Samo nearly or it seemed that's when like, Samo nearly got dropped it seemed like he well, nearly had not was, dropped had to play twos it seemed like he nearly was like fuck this am I yeah like that was when other like, clubs were probably surfing they, a big time but he was like, fuck man they come in like so the league, the reserve side won yeah. fucking smacked him because they yeah. had like Samo had all the yeah. guns playing the league side got pumped because they're 18, Cause 19 the year old fucking, AFL yeah, players. Yeah, the draft that he's playing. Yeah. Like, fair enough, too. Summer's but then, like, than all of them. in the bar afterwards, the supporters, like, all these, like, Samo and Louis Sharab were sitting in the bar having a beer, doing, like, because that's what they do, it's that club. And fucking supporters come in and abused them, man. Even though they didn't play. And they're like, you're a fucking disgrace. And uh. like, I was standing behind the bar, I didn't hear it, but then, like, Louis come up to me, because, like, 
I'd been on his to like on the squad and he knew me. He's like, yeah. mate, that guy just come up and abused the fuck out of us for losing. Yeah. I went over there and fucking <coughs> gave it to this bloke in yeah. the bar, man. I'm like, you're a fucking you're a pig, mate. Like yeah, yeah. those players went out there and fucking played today. Yeah. That's your fucking club captain as well that you just abused. Yeah. You can get the fuck out of this pub right like yeah, this yeah. club right now. Yeah, yeah. And it just fucking kicked this company got a bottle we man. <laughs> and then everyone's like like, Not like you to start something. Oh, I saw Red Man and I just blew up because like, nah, I'm fucking standing up for these boys. Like, this is their footy club and they're here after a win. Yeah, showing face like the fucking old boys used to do and having a beer. Um, and yeah, a couple of the old like workers there were like, oh, that guy's an actual like proper fucking like old knockabout psycho from like the port. Uh, He'll probably be waiting outside for you to like just throw you off the Birkenhead Bridge after this and like. Fuck, and I was like skinny as fuck, man. That's like, not classic. 87 kilos from training with the magpies, lost all my weight, and I'm like, I'm a fucking dead man. But fuck, man, I ride or die for my boys, yeah, 100%. man. 100%. Like, yeah, fuck. It was it was tough, but it was an unreal experience being a part of it. I'll never change anything, like, oh, being a part of the Maggies. Like, bro, just, yeah, we like, having access to the change. Like, we did you get to use the yeah, all the facilities, port changers? Yeah, bro, that's, yeah. Where, that's where I spent all my time in the sweatbox because oh. I was just doing sweaties to lose yeah, weight yeah, and yeah. get fit, yeah. man, and yeah. like doing in the gym, in the pool, like. And the thing about Port is they're, faci- well, they're getting upgraded now, but yeah. their facilities are actually terrible for an AFL team, but they're still yeah. Yeah. unbelievable compared oh, to other us, sample teams. In there. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you go to, like, you go to, I come from Westies. Westies have the right facilities, like, but no but fucking, yeah, it's like a, no like, pools. Feels like, like an, yeah, exactly. You feels feel, like an old school, like, sort of gym set up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, that time was fucking unreal, man. Yeah, um, I wouldn't change it either. Yeah. And like, people always say, oh, you played a game at Resi's, like, wow, good on you. Yeah, but mate. Got to wear the prison bars on yeah. Albert and Oval. Exactly. Fucking there's like yeah. a lot of thousands of people out there that wish they could do that and yeah. are fucking so far away from doing it. And yeah. they're the ones who want to give us shit for doing yeah. that. Yeah. Fuck off, mate. Yeah. Like, exactly. It's unreal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, with that, like, now that you've moved on from playing at that level, like, and now you're at Christie's Beach, obviously doing re- like, I know the team's not going well at the moment, but for you personally, like you're you're playing some good footy and you're looking good out there, and also you're like you're the fucking club captain, mate. Like how how do you sort of handle that? Like how does that feel to you? Like tough uh, season at the moment, but like you're a leader of the club. What does that feel like? Yeah, tough season. Um, I come to Christie's in 2019, um, probably five or six rounds in. Yeah, um, yeah, and. Yeah, I've just as soon as I walked in, just felt at home. Like yeah, right. Um, yeah. Back then we we had a very good team. Like we were like prelim contention every year. Sort of, obviously you know Flaggies. Um, yeah, played them yesterday. Yeah. They've got yeah. they've won at that point. What they'd won like five or five six, five or six. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Five Crazy. in a row um, or four in a row. And yeah, we played them in a prelim, lost by nine points. So wow. that's wow. How, and we're winning at three quarter times. So that's how close we were. Um, and fuck, if we had a one, because then Norlunga just fell to bits in the granny, like they were undefeated and they were just yelling at each other oh, like they do. I don't reckon you ever want to be undefeated going into yeah, the grand nah, final. No, no way, especially against Flagstaff Hill. <laughs> no. Anyway, so yeah, so yeah, we fast forward and then obviously I had the COVID year 2020. Yep. So I didn't play because I was like, I'm not playing eight games of footy. So yeah, no, no way. Went and, no. went and um, did a bit of FIFO and then come back 2021. And then obviously last year, like, did my ACL and then we had uh, eight. I think eight like A graders leave in the off season. Yeah, yep. Um, and then yeah, like just the opportunity came. Like Tomo, well, it was pretty much yeah. Everyone was sort of pointing the finger, going, "Well, you're the next guy." Like yeah. so, yeah. Tomo sort of said to me, "Like, would you want to do it?" Because he didn't want to give it to me coming off my ACL. He's like, the conversation was like, "You're already gonna have pressure of like worrying about your knee." Yeah, you're, you're sure be in you your own like, head, like doing your own personal exactly. Thing. So, and the first, honestly, the first four games this year, 
I didn't play well because I was so worried about what everyone else was doing. I was that on edge. I couldn't yeah, enjoy right. my footy at all, yeah. whatever. And then I started creep back in. And I was like, fuck, I just, like, I've come from doing my ACL, like did all that rehab. I didn't do it for nothing. Like I needed to go and have fun and like actually yeah. just yeah. enjoy it. So yeah, being the captain's like, it's great. Like there's, it's a great club with like a lot of history, obviously, and still learning so much about it. But um, yeah, I just love it. it. It is home and this year has been very tough. Um, but yesterday, like, while we did, like, it sounds so dumb, we lost by 100 points yesterday, but, um, like, it just felt like we took a step forward. Some of our, like, what, our average list, our average age on the list, I think yesterday's game was 21 years old. Fuck, man, you're so, not winning games of footy with And that's with, couple of, like that's, that's with a couple of outliers, like, that's with Mundy and Hodgie fucking yeah, yeah, still in nursing homes. Like, <laughs> so Hodgie's fucking 36, to be fair, he's still the best player in the fucking league. Fuck, he's but, got a good kick, man. Um, yeah, so... So, yeah, like, we've got a few outliers in age and then fuck, we would have had, like, what, seven or eight yesterday under 20 years old. So that's that's the thing. Like, a good A-grade side that's contending and winning finals is predominantly 26-plus. Yeah, with like you're, you're in your prime. Two or three under 21s. Like, you go to country clubs, they might have an under 17 playing, but, like, two or three under 21s, yeah. that's pretty much it, man. The rest exactly. are all fucking, like, have played... Close to like 80 to 100 games of A-game yeah. footy. Yeah, and um, that's your window. They call that the window. Yeah. You know, like yesterday, Flaggies, they had, I think they would have they would have had four or five young guys. Yeah. Um, but, that's but the rest of them have won seven flags. And there's a bloke that's played fucking 200 AFL games yeah. in the ruck. What, top five hit outs all like time or something? Probably fucking too. hell. I think he's, yeah, yeah he's top, no, I think he's number three. Yeah, okay. In so, the AFL, like, yeah, and okay. what he's doing in our league, and I don't. Got a I fantastic have... coach as well in like um, oh, Dane Kirk. Kirk would, yeah, fucking yeah. love what he does for footy and in the community. Yeah, like, he's an absolute fucking just oh. a superstar of the game, and also the mental health space as well. So shout out yeah. to Kirky, mate. You're a fucking superstar. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, but that's the profile list profile that you need to contend and win finals, like yeah. games in finals. Yeah, yeah, and we haven't. That's another thing. Like, I think maybe in the past, Christie's has had like as a suburb and also as a footy club has had a bit of a bad rap as like a real rough like yeah. rough area rough I did team get, yeah so when and I you, said I was coming to play for Christie's people are like what the fuck what, what are you, are you, what are you doing out I'm there like, yeah I'm like well hang on like these guys have welcomed me in and like that fucking junior program is unreal that yeah. women's program is unbelievable and like I've been to a footy club where they give you your kit like yeah. socks shorts they gave me a training top and that's for everyone that's for the juniors that's for yeah. the women's like yeah. I was like, is this fucking... Like, when do I pay for this? Like, welcome no, you like, in. This is like, this to make people feel welcome and feel like they belong. So Exactly. So, and yeah, that's the thing. I just felt like, yeah, just been very well looked after like ever yeah. since I've got there. Just like, just anything, you know, like, um, I guarantee if there was someone struggling and they couldn't afford their Thursday night meals and Saturday night meals, you wouldn't be paying. Like, it's... That's what, 100%, the, club, that's what the club's like. So 100%. And anytime something happens, like, everyone just rallies around, um... Obviously, one of the young guys in the 17s this year, like, seeing his, yeah, like, like they lost someone very close to him. Like, and um, the club just, fuck, they were the, yeah, that's when you know that the club's your family. Yeah, and like, fuck no. Um, so, so, yeah, that's the good thing about footy clubs. But, yeah, I'm still loving it, and it's all part of a journey, isn't it? Like, I'm only 25, so I just look at it like, we haven't won, Christie's haven't won a grand final since 94, and we're going to, like, I'm looking at it like I'm going to be the first captain since then to win a flag. Fuck so, no, like, and... That's an individual goal, but it's still around the team. So I don't oh, feel selfish by saying that. No. So, because by putting that out into the universe, I'm like then going to do all the things that I need to do to make that happen. So. There's 
like there's it's around it's not far away it's around the corner like yeah success because like yeah like two years, three list years. profile like 21 year olds on that list 18 year olds 19 year olds yeah they're going to grow and they're already getting a grade games into them now like yep. and dominate and doing really well like they're yep. dominating in their area yeah so they're just going to the experience they're going to have in three years time coupled with the juniors that are now kind of come up as well yeah and then coupled with like yourself and a few other like older boys like if everyone yep. just sticks together which they are yeah, there hasn't been anyone that's gone fuck this. I'm out. We haven't won a game. I'm leaving. There's not been a single murmur of that amongst the group at all. No, no way. The strength and the connection and the bond that everyone's got. They're like, yeah, we might be losing, but fuck, we're having fun. Exactly. And we loved coming to training. Like numbers aren't dropping. Like, yeah, I'm the only one that's fucking retired. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> exactly. I'm a fucking idiot and got like too many concussions. Yeah, like, yeah. Head taken off by some old bloke at Norlunga who couldn't keep up with me. <laughs> oh, so that's classic. Shout out to that bloke. Shout out fuck to him. But yeah, if everyone just sticks together, which they will, yeah. it's going to see massive success. Yeah, 100%. And it's going to feel so much better when you're not buying it either. Yeah, it's exactly you might like, pay, You might have to get one player in or two, like which yep. is natural, but like some clubs are spending their entire salary cap. Oh, and some and, blokes are like... And the rest. Some I blokes think the are whole salary cap of flaggies is going to Sam Jacobs. So <laughs> I don't know what they're doing with the rest of it. But. No, they're all volunteering in the canteen. Yeah, true, exactly. <laughs> nah. Nah. Um, so that's that's one thing you make. Last thing on that is like the way I like to think of it and gun football, like you unfortunately didn't get to see him play. gun, but... Like, no. Thanks. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> the, the <laughs> fuck, you're at all. Nah, a gun footballer from Christie's like Jake Crate. Um, he... Like he said to me, he's getting a bit older now, but he'll hopefully come back and play next year. He said, like, you got to think of all these young guys as, like, they're doing a footy apprenticeship. So yeah. you look at guys yeah, like John Tichigs and Hoggy, analogy. like, and they're, they're third-year apprentices. Imagine Chigsy's going to be 22 and he'll be playing his 100th game. I couldn't believe like, that. So, like, so when he gets to 30, like, what, he's going to be playing his 300th game. Guys have to play till 36, 37 yeah. to get 300. So they're in a lucky spot where – and when they're 24 – the mistakes they're making now, they're not going to make them. So that's that's like, the thing that was crazy yeah. when I was speaking to Chigs like at, uh, just at training one of the other weeks, and I was like, "Fuck, Chigs, how old are you?" And he's like, uh, nineteen. What the fuck, man? You're playing like a key role in the back lines at nineteen. Like yeah. you're not just like like you're, you're not a passenger. Like you're taking kickouts. Like you're fucking like prep, like generating run. Like you're an actual like you're a solid contributor. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're you a have top to ten be. player. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't get an opportunity just to hide in the back pocket. Like yeah. you actually have to be a and I'm like, you're fucking 19 years old, man, yeah. doing that. That's insane. You're probably playing against blokes in that position, like uh, in the forward lines that are like 26, 27, yeah. played close to 200 games, man. And then what, like you go to Darude, he's like 18, oh. Sable's 18. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, They're playing like, in like key spots. Exactly, yeah. Like, it's fucking unbelievable, yeah. man. No, so we're in a good spot. In a very good spot. And um, yeah, like I said, they've just got to stick together, which they are. And I'm really excited to see what the future is going to hold for them. And I'll just be doing it from the sidelines, but helping yeah, out wherever I can. Because yeah, it's a fucking yeah. fantastic footy club. Um, but yeah, obviously, you've spoken a lot about sport, your, your background growing up. Obviously, I know there's something that you mentioned to me a couple of weeks ago that you've done. I'm not sure, did many people know about that? Like, do you want to speak about that? Uh, that fucking music stuff you oh did. yeah no do um, many people know about that no i think like i think everyone would know about it oh, um, really like probably not <laughs> probably not at school but um but it's not really out there you can't find it anymore yeah like yeah. Well, you know I'm, where you can but you can't I'm blown find, away by yeah. that when you messaged me on like friday night i was having a couple of schooners uh, a, couple, a couple of stouts at pyro life actually oh, that's and crazy. i was like 
is this bloke for, for real? <laughs> not like I was judging. I was like, holy fuck, man, this is crazy. Like, uh, you think you know someone and they're like, hey, man, I used to do this. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. like, can you tell a bit more about, tell the listeners out there um, a bit about oh, that? Oh, no, so, oh, a bit tragic. But, no, nah, I was... not, man, it's cool. Um, uh, I think, yeah, like, Zave's obviously referring to, like, used to write a bit of music. So, I think, what, would have been 21, 22 when I was going through that real dark patch, and this is when you pick new things up, that's when you're yep. most likely to Find an start writing things down. So I started just like, yeah, making a bit of music. It was terrible the first few songs. And then I started to get a little bit better, like, you know, um, had a way with words, I guess, a little bit. But yep. Um, yep. yeah, then ended up like recording, oh, what well, I probably put out, I reckon probably like 35 songs. Like, Fuck. so there was a lot, and then there's a lot that I didn't put out. But, and it was, um, uh, rap is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, so man, that's unreal. Yeah, so not like they used to call it like barbecue rap. It's not like Aussie, like just yeah backyard. It's not like wouldn't say like hilltop hoods or anything like that. Like that right. sort of rap. It's yep. like a bit different. Like it was, yep. and it was most of the stuff was pretty deep and sad and emotional. And um, then I started to write a few like bit more motivational things. Did a couple of videos. Fuck, man, um, unreal. Tried to chase it a little bit. Like sent a couple to record labels, whatever. Yep. Like um, yeah. And yeah, got a bit of interest and then just impatient and just released the songs anyway. So, yeah, right. but yeah, it was good. Like, you know, with things like that, like that's when you sort of realize who's in your corner and who's in, who's not like, cause for me, even if my mates like really shit at something, I'll like share, I'll oh, share, bro, you share are, it on you, platforms. You're anything a fucking like, huge, like anything like that. I'll just, just push whatever. I don't care right. if it, I don't care if they're like fucking you. This like, for me, you're like, mate, let's do this podcast. Yeah, you gotta do like, it. Yeah, I had, I didn't know who I was going to interview, and that was like my mental block. That was yeah. my out. That was your barrier. Yeah, that was like, ah, yeah. oh, I don't have anyone to interview, man. Like, yeah, so I'm not sure. Like, yeah, and it was an easy way out. Yeah, like I had that fear of like being ridiculed. You're not that yeah. good, but yeah. then you're like, nah. You're yeah. doing it with me. Come down, like, let's do it. Let's yeah. do it this like this week. Let's yeah. get it done. Exactly. So yeah. so, so yeah. So I just spent what? So probably two and a half years, like pretty consistently, like nearly every night, just writing music, recording. So you can see, like, I've got speakers. I yeah. did have like a similar microphone to this and like a um, little, uh, like, uh, portable like vocal boost sort of thing. And then I would go and record at the studio, like, Fuck, man, and stuff. So it was just fun. Like, it's yeah. another process and where, like, like, a bit of an outlet for you. Yeah. And you like learn lots of stuff. And, like, um, yeah. And, like, some of them, some of my mates, like, genuinely really did like the music. Like, yep. um, some people would be like, oh, fuck, it's a bit... Like, you could tell they'd be like, oh, it's a bit fucking cringe yeah, some or whatever. People, like, it but that's yeah. probably because they know me and that like the stuff I'm talking about is pretty fucking deep. And, like, yeah, because that song you sent me, I was listening, I was like... And my partner, she listened to it as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, and we were just like, fuck, this is really, like, full on. This is deep, man. It's really emotional. Yeah, yeah. And some of the stuff was... I would say a lot of stuff in there that I wouldn't just say if I wasn't, like, writing music. Like, I wouldn't say it out loud yeah, ever. No. Like, unless like, I was that is your... saying it into a speaker, like, yeah. with headphones on with a random producer like on the other side like press and start because he doesn't care like he doesn't know it doesn't yeah, affect him yeah. he gets paid goes home so um so yeah like that was something i did and then just sort of well i applied for the fireys and like when i got a bit closer and got to the interview stage i like got rid of it all off spotify because yeah. i was because oh, yeah, they could i think can. like when you're in fucking government mate they can search they anything. can they can find everything they know so you fucking farted on a bus next to a kid mate. exactly so, yeah. so i thought like i'll just get rid of it just to be safe and and also like um people close to me like if they want to listen to it or if they listen they know where they can find yeah. it so yeah um 
yeah, but you cop it. Like, on the footy field, oh, you fucking SoundCloud rapper, whatever. But, like, it's like, well, you fucking know I'm doing it. So, like, you must have listened to <laughs> you know, it. Bro, I used to cop so much shit in a footy field because I was like, my brother's really, really good at footy. Yeah, of course. And they're like, oh, you fucking yo, his brother's Abby. That's all you are. And I'm like, I got no idea who you are, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But you know you who heard, I am. Exactly. Like, you're a fucking loser. Yeah, exactly. That's a win for me. But yeah, yeah. there you go. Same so, thing. So yeah, like free real estate. Um, but yeah, so that was just another one of those things that I did, and it helped a lot, like mentally. And like, yeah, I find when win. I get bogged down, like I still write a lot more. Like you when do? I first did my knee, like I wrote a lot of stuff, like that video when I sent you. Like that yep. was fuck um, from that time, and like I was still posting stuff around then. But yeah, then just. I guess deleted it all, wiped it all, and sort of. Have you still got it though? Like stashed away, like. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've still got yeah. all my music. Yeah, like, cool, man. That's wicked. Somewhere, so and I've still got like a microphone in the drawer if I ever want to do stuff or. Fuck. Whatever, but and it might, day might come where I want to do it a bit more, but um, yeah, no. Nah. Unreal, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. That, like, as you said, like your emotions and the way you feel can come out through that, um, like through your music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like music does that for people. Like, I can put on a song from like when I was. 18 or whatever and it takes me back to that memory that moment like yeah. nostalgia. I'll, but like I won't just think about that in every day to day life but if I put on a, a like a fucking yeah. track it'll instantly take me back there um, what's like your favourite album of all time then just touching on music oh. it's a fucking hard question put you on the spot Fuck. it's funny because like obviously Tommy just, Truscott and BT like yep. they're massively into music they're yep. some who like they're very like like how you said, like how I push you, they were pushing me as well. Oh, led, that's like awesome. they were, they were to the point where they're like, "We'll give you money to film like, a video really? clip for this song because they liked this song." Shout that I did. out the fucking like, BT and yeah, Tommy, yeah. Legends. So now nah, they know their music really good, so I took that like as a bit of a compliment Unreal. and like, yeah. So um, we talk about it a fair bit, far out, man. Like it depends because like there's. Um, Does it depend on like a bit of like your mood or what you want to listen to? Or? Oh, like yeah. I've probably got three. Yeah. And all for different reasons. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I don't know if I can narrow it down to three. I'll just say it'll change just, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, but just, yeah. say like Views by Drake. Yep. So yep. that's um one. And they're always when you're going through a bit of a tough time. So Views by Drake was um that coming out when Royal, the American basketball who I said lived with us. Oh, right. So oh, he, yeah. He yep. was living with us. And we sort of, that's just like, that was the first one I got for my record player. It's actually in there now. Oh, right. Um, so, yeah, we um, we just bonded over that. And yep. like there was, yep. like we would listen to that every single workout we did, all that sort of yeah, stuff. Right. And just wow. just a lot of good songs on that. And it's just a bit, that's like, pretty relaxing, like good one. Um, bit of everything on it. Yeah. And I do love Drake, a bit of a fanboy. So, yeah. um, and then... Um, probably another one of his, like, um, oh, no, nah, maybe not. <laughs> oh, oh, like, Get Rich or Die, like, 50 oh, Cent's albums, like, and then... That um, album's fucking unreal. Yeah, man. and I'm oh. going to him at the end of the year, so... Oh, you're going to... Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, there's that. Um, just give me, honestly, give me two yeah, seconds. Yeah, you have a bit of a look at that. I'll tell you what mine is while you're looking for yeah, it. Well, on. I wouldn't say, I'm not sure it's my favourite album of all time, but like just something that I just like remember. Yeah. And I just love it. Like I love like old country music and stuff yep. like that. So like like Credence, Clearwater Revival. Okay. Um, You don't know who that is? You're shaking your head, bro. Yeah, see, like this is, yeah. yeah my see, I'm a real country, like old soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you do um, love your country music. And like the like the lead singer, like guitarist, that was John Fogarty. Um, and he actually went through a massive legal battle like recently because he yep. didn't own any of the rights to like the Credence. Like that was his band, Credence. Clearwater. Yep. 
He didn't own any of the rights to that. For yeah, well, years. that's what happens. The labels, yeah. yeah. And he only just got his music back like two yep. months ago. That's what Kanye's always pissed it's off fucking about. Fucking crazy. I couldn't. Yeah. Believe, I didn't understand that. But yeah. um, yeah. So anyway, he started doing like solo stuff, like John Fogerty. Yeah. And there was this album that I used to. It's called Blue Moon Swamp. Yeah. And I just remember the album, like the artwork cover. Fucking so cool, man. Like, it's like him just chilling with the guitar, like looking like an absolute fucking baller with like yep. nice, like blue, like blue background, swamp, like moon and everything. And I remember, I think it's from nineteen ninety five. And so I would have been two at the time, but my mum had it on a CD. Yep. And I would have been three or four, no older than that. And I just remember playing that CD like all the time in like the like, CD player on the farm back when I was like a kid. Yeah, I just remember the way it looked. Loved the music, loved yep. it, listened to it all the time. And my fucking partner bought me the vinyl for my birthday, yeah, for my 30th. Yeah, yeah. So like I've just got it at home now and I just yep. crank it all the time. And, and it just, just takes you back. Huh? Oh man, I just remember, like, I nearly, I cried when I opened it. I was like, are you yeah. fucking serious? Yeah, like, like, you bought me this. And she's like, yeah, yeah I remember you saying it one time. Yeah. No, but yeah, that's, that's wouldn't say like it's not gonna be the greatest album ever, but like for me it's like it's oh, but nostalgia, it's your man. I fucking album. love it's it. Your greatest, and yeah. it's, I just put it on the like, everyone's and my brother loves it, my sit like they love they know the music, they love it. It's awesome. Yeah. So it's fucking wicked. And no one's ever gonna no one has to agree with what you choose. Yeah, that's right. So another couple like Yeah, yeah. Um the Drake one that Nothing Was the Same album, which was twenty thirteen. But I sort of didn't didn't really start listening to that until 14 or 15. There's yep. a couple of real good songs in there, yeah, like right. From Time. Like you, probably, you have to send these things. Like, probably I'm like, sitting here like, what yeah, the fuck? You probably <laughs> like the From Time song. He talks about, um, it's a bit of a slower one, and he talks about oh, like his upbringing. And you sort of yeah, get to right. know him in like that okay. whole, in just in that one song. Yep. And a yep. couple of the um, verses like sort of relate to that sort of stuff. And then there's another rapper. They're all rap albums. Um, Kalen Raps, his name is. He's like, just an unknown rapper from America, but he's got an album called Before I Knew That coming out in 2017. And that's like a pretty emotional one, but that yeah, was right. like come out at a good time for me. So, yeah, yeah, so a few different ones. If you asked me tomorrow, I'd probably say different ones again, like, like Kanye so, album, yeah. Kendrick album, like, but they're all but it's all, it's got all a similar rap. sort of, yeah, rap, yeah. like that sort of Similar your... feel, because I, I like rap because, um, like, like you'd, there's so much so much content in one song. Yeah. And it's like you could listen to all of it is like, it's a story, man. Like, yeah. It's not yeah, just exactly. generic bullshit just to like hey to just to fucking meet a quota at the record company. Exactly. It's like actual like got stories in it. Like if Eminem put his whole discography into a book, like he could have sold a book. Oh, you man. know what I mean? Bro, so have you ever seen Eminem live? Nah, but oh, he's coming to Australia again, so we got saw that. him a few yeah. years ago in Melbourne. Like shout out to my best mate, like, one of my best mates, like Jai for taking me over for it. Yeah, I was like five meters from Eminem, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna reach crazy. out and slap him on the dick, bro. Yeah. It was fucking insane. <laughs> and like you oh, think, okay, up. he's gonna get in a rap god, and it's just gonna be a bit of a backing track. He fucking does it all, man. He's insane. So if yeah, he's crazy. coming again in yeah. Australia. Fuck yeah. yeah, everyone go see Eminem if you can. Like, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, man, we've obviously touched on quite a number of pretty deep things, and I really appreciate you sharing. Yeah. Um, we're getting to the end. Might as well wrap this up. But yeah. I want to f- finish on a bit of a light. Note. So I've just come up with like questions without notice and just like fucking random questions. Yeah, so I was yeah. asking, I was going over with my partner last night and we had like full proper like conversation over okay. some of the answers. But right. first one's real fucking easy and there is a wrong answer. Okay. But are you a dog or a cat person? Dog. Yeah, thank fuck. Because I was yeah. about to like throw you out that window fucking and a cat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why people look. I'm not gonna judge. Not Careful gonna if Tommy listens to this. Oh man, but cat people like they're just a bit different, man. They are different. And Tommy's odd. different. But so, he's different. We yeah. can't judge him for that. No, but no, I no. just fucking, I'm not going to pet your cat. All right, <laughs> no, fuck your cat. <laughs> Probably <laughs> slap me over the face or something. <laughs> yeah. um, favorite movie of all time? Coach Carter. Oh, 
fuck, I knew you go sport. Yeah, Coach Carter or um, yeah, nah, just Coach Carter. Coach Carter is a fucking yeah. good movie. Yeah. Um, rem- remember the Titans if you're talking sport. I love yeah. that movie, but I've yeah. got to watch Coach Carter again. Yeah. Ask, ask me what mine is. What's yours? Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Fuck. I haven't even seen it. Fuck, are you serious? No, I haven't. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Tonight, can you watch Jurassic Park? Star Wars, I haven't watched Harry Potter. That's like, fine. I don't give a fuck about Star Wars, Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter and all that shit, yeah. but like. Jurassic Park. No, fuck, I don't man. know. Man. It is, it's groundbreaking. I don't man. like like those fake, like, you know. It's not fucking fake. It's dinosaurs, bro. Yeah, they but real. Like, it's like they're not real oh, dinosaurs. Yeah. Can you do me a favor? If you do one thing for me yeah. tonight, watch it. Is watch Jurassic I'll Park. I'll watch the highlights on YouTube. No, <laughs> fucking what? Seriously, bro. It's unbelievable. Man. It's yeah, right. All right, please. I'll have watch a look. It. Fuck yeah. me, watch it, man. Sam Neil, he's f- I love Sam Neil. Okay. Um, this is one I reckon I had to kind of change the credit. Could you fight off one hundred chickens? One hundred chickens. Yeah. You don't realize how many a hundred is until there's a hundred. But you're fucking huge, though. Hundred. I just have to start jumping on the heads. <laughs> we don't condone that, but it's yeah, just, that's a, the only just way. a hypothetical question. You so you reckon you could beat one hundred? Yeah, yeah. I'd probably just start. Always bring out the chickens. <laughs> bring them in. Nah, a hundred chickens. You just start booting them. Fuck man, as we don't condone that. Please don't kick any chickens. I love chickens, <laughs> but just yeah, okay, all right. So he reckons he could. Yeah, this is a fucking controversial one. Yeah. So people's answers for this, it's all right. They all change. If we have a meeting at two o'clock, mm-hmm. but I say we need to move the meeting forward an hour. Yeah. Is that meeting now at one o'clock or three o'clock? One. Why? Because you've moved it forward. Are you sure? <laughs> it's not a trick question Mate If we're why, bringing why? it We're going to have to Bring this meeting forward That means like We're going to have to do it earlier Yeah but so then Why do you yeah, but I don't know why it, They sat like that But, but that's are we how mo- it is I mean, You might be moving it forward In time to 3pm <laughs> Mate look it up Mate I'm that's, not saying you're wrong But What do you think Mate this podcast Is about you not me Okay, it's the right, same, I'm, isn't inter- it? I'm interviewing you Alright mate Yeah Okay And last one Is water Is water wet no, water's not wet. Fuck, I said the same thing to my partner last night. Uh, She's like, of course it's fucking wet. It's me water. Me and Kieran, the other guy who lives with us here, like, um, not Mitch, Kieran, he's away at the moment. But, fuck, we, like, nearly got into it, like, one time. Like, we just talked well, about there's wrong answers, hell. obviously, to this one, and we're correct. Clearly. Yeah. I th- no, but I actually think that... Water's not wet. No, because you get wet when the water... 100%, man. ...touches the water your skin and then yeah, exactly. you absorb it. And then it, you're like, wet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, fucking. If you look at the definition of wet, fucking like, dap me up, bro. Because yeah, we're correct, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, Google that. If anyone fucking disagrees with us, Google that and drop <laughs> us a message, and we'll tell you how fucking wrong you are. Yeah, yeah. All right. But that's that's the questions without notes to lighten things up, and then we'll finish on a bit of a serious one. If you could go back to your younger self, yeah. what's one piece of advice you wish you could give yourself? Um. Oh. Yeah, probably just don't take life so serious. Fuck, that's a good that's one. That's it. Yeah. That's a good one. Simple. Yeah, I love that, man. That's fantastic. Well, look, mate, that brings us to the end. Really, really grateful for you giving me an hour and 30 of your Sunday. I'm sure yeah. you had better things to do, but no, I'm really grateful for it. What, what's on for the rest of your day, by the way? Um, oh, Just Sunday things, mate. Go do some groceries and yep. yeah, maybe yep. go to the gym and just chill out. Yeah. Fuck I'm feeling good. Like I probably don't see how still getting over it a little bit, but... Yeah. Just get sort out of in the been, sun. Yeah, exactly. Get out in the sun. It's a good it's day another, outside. Fuck, so. We've had some good days this past we week. Have, yeah. Nice, yeah. sunny winter days. I yeah. like that. Nah, so that's about it. What about you? You got uh, a coach? Yeah, so I've got footy at Christie's Beach, the women's yep. footy, the A-grade, so I help coach there. And yep. we're playing flaggies. Yep. So fuck, hopefully we get a yep. win over them, I reckon. Just give them a flogging. Hopefully. Hopefully we give them a bit of yep. a touch-up. But yep. um, look, Kingy. Not literally. Fucking hell, man. We're going to have to cut that out. That's fucked, bro. 
You can't say that shit. <laughs> Keep going. Um, nah, look, I just want to thank you again for your time, like opening your house up to me, allowing yeah. me to come down, sit here and have a conversation with you. Um, we've known each other for 12 months, um, but we probably haven't. We've had really good conversations. Yeah. But like to sit down for an hour and a half and just have a proper conversation, I find that really special. And that's yeah. the purpose of this podcast is to allow someone, an everyday person, to tell their story because everyone's got yeah. a fucking story to well, tell. The best thing about it is um, we've had lots of conversations, but they always get broken up by these things. 100% so like phones, man. A phone, like especially if we're at work, like something always comes up. Yeah. Or, yeah, so like sit down. That's the best thing about a podcast is you know two people are just sitting there. Yeah. That's what's crazy about like the Joe Rogan ones. They talk for like four hours. Yeah. Like you're having a four-hour conversation, but... We don't do that. That's awesome. Like I love like, it, yeah. Like you go sit and have a coffee with a mate, catch up. You I bet you they grab you, their phone. But yeah. we'll be sitting there on our phone. So yeah. it's yeah. weird we can sit here with a microphone yeah. and just not be... Dist- I turned my phone off for the yeah. first time in like... I've had it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Probably won't turn back on. And just to like sit here and have a conversation with you, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much, mate. No, cheers, Dap guys. Up. No, I appreciate um, it. But yeah, fun. guys, all you listeners out there, I really appreciate if you've tuned into this one and gotten heaps out of it. If you haven't, well, I hope you just enjoyed some of the conversation, the banter that we've had. But um, yeah, I just need your help. Um, whatever you're listening to this on, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, Give it a rating, like, follow, subscribe, share it on the socials, just get it out there. Um, but really, if I can just have one person get something out of this um, and feel like they have connected or have some relatable issues and I've helped them and me and Sean have helped them, then that's a win for us, guys. So really, really appreciate it. One more thing. Yeah, okay, just no what Zave's saying. <laughs> yeah, Cut in just, on the just, fucking outro. Just take over. Um, too many people are a bit like intimidated by other people succeeding. So make sure you share it to your mates. If you pass on to one person, they pass on to one person. All of a sudden, a lot of ears get to listen to it. And um, maybe not the one that I'm on, but they will get some good guests on and then it'll be fucking very good listening, okay? Mate, pass appreciate that, Sean. You're a legend. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the rest of your week and uh, we'll catch you next time. <laughs>